Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Un Beyond Mindset podcast. I am your host, Marisol Uribe. And today I've got a very special guest. His name is Santiago Gil. And he has a brand of the Ecom Bulldog. He also has Latino solutions going on. And so he is a master when it comes to leverage. So using credit to scale the business that you are in. Now, he can tell you much more about it. Let's take advantage of these 20 minutes or so to, to get the most out of, out of this interview. So I'm so happy to have you. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Marisol. Uh, I promise to give you and your viewers an ROI on these next 20 or 30 minutes. Like Marisol mentioned, thank you. First of all, grateful to be on uh, for you and your viewers. And my name is Santiago Gil. I'm Peruvian. You know, my mom came to this country when I was two months. Then I got sent back to Peru. And then I came back when I was five. Uh, my mom definitely uh, has been, you know, a leading force in my vision. You know, she worked at a sweatshop, cleaning homes, to owning her own travel agency. And she would always work, work, work. And me as a child, I never saw it. I was like, why are you always working? And, mm -hmm. you know, I slowly, slowly began to realize, like, when you're passionate about something, it's not really work. She right. loved what she did. And uh, so just a little synopsis about me. I went to the Marines at 17. I was going through the wrong path. Went to the Marines, did nine years, two tours in Iraq, came out of the Marine Corps, wanted to do law enforcement. Everyone that's, you know, as, as a Marine, you can only do a few things, right? Yeah. So wanted to do law enforcement, worked at USC Public Safety. And then I, I, there was another passion where, like, a lot of my Marine buddies were going to jail for UIs, mm. domestic violence. So there was a, mm. a dark thing with what they were going through. So I kind of wanted, to, I took a law path where I wanted to become an attorney to help them with, with, uh, with what they got going on. And I went to USC for law. And then after I graduated USC, then my passion kind of like died down. I was like, there's, there's more. I feel like I'm working check to check. I'm not making ends meet. So that's what, you know, made me go into entrepreneurship. Ultimately, after my car got repossessed, my home got foreclosed, almost got foreclosed. I'm sorry. And then, you know, kind of like tapped in to driven and all these, you know, so elevating. Circles. Yeah. And yeah. People, I mean, people see the end reward, which I'm still not where I'm at. I'm still not suffice. You know, I'm not comfortable and I'm always striving for, you know, the next goal and the next goal and the better version of myself. And what's good is that, you know, we're in a position where we're able to enlighten other, you know, especially Latinos that don't know any other way. All they know is work, right? Come home, right? You know, two weeks a year, maybe a little vacation. And that's something that I read, right? Uh, poor people work to pay bills. Middle-class people work for vacation and pay the mortgage. And then wealthy people they work for money to make more money. Yeah. Think for the future. Yes. And the compounding results of your efforts, right? And that's amazing. That's key. Like I said, for me, like I said, I love I love educating, you know, Latinos. That's why I started the YouTube channel. Just to kind of give free information. I feel like when you're passionate about something, you want to share it. And like, you know, I'm sure that made you start this channel or just kind of give back to other people just so they can you know, chime in, see what they can learn, maybe one little nugget or two. Because when, yeah. when we go to these conferences, we expect to to gain 
so much vast information and all you really need is like one little connection, one nugget, apply it, execute it within 48 hours of the conference and you know, you're golden. Right. So yeah, for me, the Unbeyond concept started with my single on YouTube, Amazon or not Amazon music. Yeah. Nice. Apple music. And so the it's in Spanish, but the concept is to help a billion people. And Damn. along with that, you know, people come on here and they say their different definitions. And it's so nice to hear that most of them have not been monetary. And so, but, but money definitely helps. We hear it from all these mentors, great speakers. And yeah, Santiago is, is one of these people, guys, that he has his own YouTube channel, Ecom Bulldog. We're here to provide value to you guys because we want to see you succeed. We want to see you maximize your potential, whatever that may look like for you. So tell me, let's backtrack a little bit to how you made a decision to pivot. You meant you made that mental decision to pivot. So you you had a great education at USC. Congratulations on your success thus far. But a lot of people don't really think like us, right? They don't create a concept, this entrepreneurial venture to just kind of, okay, I need to work for myself now. And what would you tell that person who has thought of maybe launching a prototype, a product? Good. And so, uh, is stuck. So, okay, cool. So I'll be clear. I did not quit my job until my second income started making more money than my first income. Right. A lot of people, they tend they think that quitting your job is the first move. Do not do that, please. Once your second income starts producing more, it's kind of like, OK, cool. Now, if I focus 48 hours on my second income, then I'll, I'll get probably farther because now I'm betting on myself. And mm -hmm. for me, was the light bulb was. When I was juggling Amazon and juggling, you know, USC public safety, I, I was kind of getting in trouble. I was getting in trouble where like I'd show up to work five minutes before, right? Uniform wasn't the best polished, right? Like little things I would do because my mind was always on my business. It wasn't on USC, which technically you're there to protect and serve and all this stuff. But unfortunately I wasn't there. I was more passionate about being an entrepreneur, about doing Amazon. And I remember being in the Lieutenant's office and he was like, you know, yelling at me or not yelling at me, but like scolding me for something that I did, which I deserve. I know, hey, LT, I'll take the hit like a man. I'm not fully there. And he would even tell me, like, are you are you doing something else? And I remember that day I had, you know, somebody, you know, uh, paid me some money or whatever. And I think I made like five grand that day. Right. And I already made more money. Right. So it was kind of like you know what? I think it's time for me to, you know, just not, you know, my time has come. I told my Lieutenant a a LT, sorry, but, uh, you know, I think I'm going to have to, you know, leave. And I didn't give my two weeks because I feel like if you give your two weeks, you, you want to come back. And I know every employer deserves two weeks. You know what yeah. I mean? But they had enough officers and I just didn't want to come back. So yeah, that was kind of like where I knew that there was more once the second income started making more money than the first income. Santiago, so did you make it like a one day out, like an exit? After yeah, so this is kind of emotional because my wife 
and my kids, that's all they knew was USC, right? Mm -hmm. Like right now, my son is applying at USC right now, but more like in the entrepreneurship business program because he sees what I did and the mm -hmm. route that he wants to take. And uh, I'm not taking away that from our children, right? Mm -hmm. uh, did I open the door for them? Yes. He's been a 4.0 student since he was in seventh grade, right? So obviously he knows working for himself is the best thing. Uh, he likes USC because he was growing up into that campus. So he kind of, you know, looking mm -hmm. forward to seeing those results, you know, stay tuned for that. But, um, but yeah, ultimately I quit that day, 11 o'clock at night, turning my badge, driving home. Right. And I've been working there seven years and people don't realize sometimes if you work nine to five, cause I was technically a nine to five worker, you work nine to five, but six to two is to work on them skills. So nine to five pays the bills, six to two work on them skills. So while I was working, I was still working on my business. I was still working on creating content. I was still, you know, I'd be going to work sometimes and my coworkers would see my Instagram and they'd be like, what is this guy doing? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? It was kind of like I was living two lives. But Getting curious, maybe a little hate, maybe a little envy. Oh, yeah, yeah. All, all that. The bureaucracy. I'd be, I'd be yeah. excited. I'd be anytime with e-commerce. I'd be excited on the days I made a hundred bucks in sales. To me, it was I felt like a thousand or ten thousand, and I would share that with my coworkers to like let them know what's possible. And for me, it was like I want them to see the journey, but they were just kind of like laugh about it or, mm. okay, cool, man, keep it going. You know, and then, you know, just I think whatever you do in life, people are always going to say something. Right. It's going to be more bad than good. Right. But someone that doing better than you or actually likes inspiring people will never throw hate or will never throw shade. So lately I've been like kind of been more, you know, more real, you know, obviously addressing the elephant in the room, things like that. Right. Like it has to be said just so people to showcase if I can inspire someone else to step out of their shell, create something, help out another person, that's the key. If you can find a way to make an extra thousand dollars and you've done it and you've done it multiple times and you can show someone that, right, that's your extra source of income, you know? Yeah. Hey, guys, welcome back to the show. So I'm here with Santiago and he was just telling me about his multiple streams of income, right? The mentality behind not doing the nine to five anymore, working on your skills from 6 p.m. to 2 a.m., right? And and I'm telling him about how I was a nurse, how I am a nurse by trade, but I also went ahead and launched my, my first product. It's a book available on Amazon, Kindle, Audible, and it's called Unbi on Mindset Health. So aside from that song, aside from this podcast, now I created this book and I want to share it with all of you. But yeah, kind of think about your own life and what you're doing right now. And if you could monetize in a different way, because I'm sure the answer is yes. So tell me a little bit more about your story, Santiago, okay. about your mindset and what you're doing today. So uh, a big gem, and I think for me was... And I think most Americans, how many times do you think they swipe their card a month? And I don't know if you heard that before. A lot. A lot. Do All you right. have the, the statistic? The average American swipes it 144 times. That's oh. with, you know, haircut, nails, dinner, 
movies, you name it, 144 times. And how many deposits are they getting a month? Yeah, one to two, yeah. One to two, right? Like the average person, right? Oh, yeah. This is why it's key to have multiple sources of income. Mm -hmm. My whole goal, right? I don't know if you see it behind me, is Mm -hmm. right there. Right? So $2,739 a day is towards the million-dollar goal a year. But if you have that Mm -hmm. programmed in your head or you're always looking at it, right, it could be attainable. The mm-hmm. fact that your brand is $1 because you're trying to reach $1 billion, I think it's so impactful because let's just say, right, you are reaching $1 billion, and let's say you reach $500 million, right? Check this out, though, right? You get to inspire $500 million. Now, that's bigger than you just putting on there instead of $1 billion, $100 million, right? Because you're reaching more, right, for, for what can possibly you know, end up being. Now, if you want to surpass 1 billion, that'd be even better, right? But that's the possibility of the mind, of the limitless mind. Like, it just, it is powerful. We have to know, we have to think bigger, ultimately believing with ourselves what we're do, what we can do, and, you know, master our skills. Don't focus on the money. She, you just inspired people by making that book. I've been trying to, you know, write a book and kind of go through that path, with, with whatever I got going on, because people are doing it. That's an extra source of income, but you did it ultimately to help people. Like this Amazon stuff, I ultimately yeah. did it to help myself first. But then when I created this like cheat code, I know it can be done. So, that, and also that, that drove me into like credit repair, because we're more than credit repair. We also educate our clients on credit, because we're not, I can't change behavior. Right. Right. That's key. I can give you, you know, get you to a 750 credit score, you know, open up a secured card, credit union, open up a self account, kickoff account, do a pledge loan. I could do all that. But if you're getting a credit card and you look at it as free money, look at it as a business opportunity. And then that's where it gets big. Right. I think, you know, for us, like Latinos, we look at credit cards as a negative thing. Right. They don't you really use it as leverage of what could be, right? If I can tell you, if I can get a $10,000 credit card from a credit union, use that to buy a mechanical bull that costs 3,500 bucks, and then you rent that on the weekends using Facebook Marketplace, now you're making 500 bucks a day renting out that mechanical bull that you're earning passively because you're not physically there, right? That's a different, and you're using the bank's money. You know, you, you take those wins, those profits, pay off the card little by little. Uh, ultimately, the card is, you know, debt free from the card. And then you buy another mechanical bull. And that's just I'm giving you guys an example. Like that's kind of the trend right now I see in, you know, Facebook and parties and stuff that people are doing. Do you think the, the credit bureaus see healthy to see multiple accounts, credit accounts open? right? Diverse and have like a little bit of balances owed on each. So, so good question, Marissa. I think a lot of people need to work on their personal credit first. I would say this is me have, and I know maybe that'd be a stretch for some have at least a hundred thousand in personal credit, right? And then switch all that to the business side. Mm, So one thing that, you know, people don't consider is that 
that business credit. Because business credit, I can use up $10,000 of my card and it won't report to my personal. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a Capital One business card, they report to your personal. And um, it does, you know what I mean? So my personal is everything. But if I have like, I just bought a car and I put that under my business name. I bought a Tesla and then um, the Corvette. It's more, I don't want to show that on the personal. Because... That makes me a liability. Right? I see. So and you write, can write off your car under your business. Yes. For tax purposes, right? Exactly. Marketing. But you want to get to a point where you're like, let's say, fifty to 80000 in credit. Cool. Now I'm good. I have available credit here. Now it's time to apply for business because you're you're the personal guarantee. Right? You're applying at a car. For, I'm sorry. You're applying for a business credit card, an Amex business credit card. Your social is going to personally guarantee that business card. I see. Cool. Hypothetical. Yeah. The person just has, say, 30 grand on their business credit line, but personal, it's like 10 or 15. Okay. So you should shoot for a greater personal before you you get into the business stuff? Yeah. Can can I say both? Because... What people don't realize when you're in personal, you got maybe personal debt. How do you hide that? You can hide that by opening up business cards and then doing a balance transfer. Right? So I'm like, I'm $10,000 in debt. Right? Mm-hmm. With nothing. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, it's fine. You get in debt, but use that debt and hopefully it's producing you money. If you're in debt because you're going to Hawaii every six months, right? <laughs> you're living a lifestyle that you shouldn't, then obviously that's... But if you're buying... Hey, I'm using my card so I can go to this growth event and I'm going to this network and I'm paying this mastermind. Yo, that's that's an investment in yourself. So that right there is, is good debt. Mm-hmm. But but yeah. So it's what actually I, business debt. Yes. Those examples. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like for my uh, you know, multiple people I have in my circle, they're like, hey, come, I have this credit card and I have this. So okay, like he had a three thousand dollar or seven thousand dollar debt on his chase. Right. And then he had like a $10,000 new card that he just got. So what I said was, take your chase. There's ways to turn credit into cash. Right. You can go buy gift cards. You can do this. It's a lot. You turn it into cash. You pay off that 7000 Right. And then you ask for a credit limit increase on your chase. So from 7000 you go to like fourteen or fifteen. Now you have more credit utilization available. Rewatch this part. No, yeah, yeah. So I'll give you, I'll give you a quick hack for your viewers. For example, hey, I, ecom, I only have a thousand dollar in credit card. Okay, I don't want to use it. I don't want to use it. I'm scared to use it. I might go over this and that. Okay, I'll show you one quick way how you can use it without really using it. This is one quick way. This is uh, we're we're doing low. So a thousand dollar credit card, right? You go to Albertsons and you buy. A $500 gift card. $500, make it graduation, birthday, whatever it is. Yes, there's going to be little fees, but if, don't think don't think about the little fees. Okay, you go buy the gift card, swipe 500 bucks. They might look at you funny because no one's really swiping that. I've, I've done it where like I'm getting $2,000 gift cards, like four $500 ones. So they give you the gift card. Cool. You then go across to where the money orders are. And they're going to ask you, 
Hey, how you doing? He goes, say, hey, can I get a money order? How much do you want? $4.99 because a money order costs 89 cents. So technically, the gift card has 500. You want a gift card, you want a money order for $4.99. Okay, that's fine. Debit or cash. You never say gift card. You say, oh yeah, debit. Put in the gift card. The gift card, you can put a pin instantly. Once you use it, all right, sir, here's the money order. You get the money order, you deposit it into your bank, and then you pay off the card. So that's how you do it. You do that two or three times. By the third time, that $1,000 is going to turn you to in three or 5000 because they see that you're spending the card. They want to give you more credit limit. You are responsible. So that's just one of the ways turning credit into cash. There's a lot of ways. I can put it on my Venmo, put credit card, and then send you 500 bucks. Whatever the fees are, just send me the money back so I can pay off my card. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. But it's just educating on what you can do with the credit. This was gold. Gold, subscribe to my channel. Subscribe to his channel so you get more valued guests just like this one. So I hope you guys enjoyed the show. The last question I have to wrap up is, what is that billion-dollar mindset? What does that mean to you? How would you define that? I think, okay, good question. And I'm, and I'm going to give kudos where it's due. I, I heard Brad Lee. You met Brad Lee, right, a couple times? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I think he's he's on the right track, right? Like, if I were to give you a million dollars or five million dollars, you know, but if you don't wake up tomorrow, you know, would you take it? People would say, what? I don't get to wake up tomorrow? What? For five million? No, I'm not going to take that. So, you know, we wake up and we're precious with life. But we're not doing anything with it. But but if you're if you're valuing your life at more than five to ten million, then wake up and then execute something. So my billion dollar mindset is I want to build, you know, everyone talks about generational wealth, right? And I'm saying it right here on this podcast, like my son will own property before he's 20. So my daughter, who's 14 now, will own property when she's 18. Okay. Beautiful. So, you know, have that mindset. But thank you very much, Marisol. Appreciate it.